the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Friday. Yeah. Woo. We made it. It's been uh, one heck of a week, I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm joined, uh, as I am every day, with my partner in crime, Jason Walker, up there in the mothership. And, and Jason, it has been quite the week this week. Okay, thank you. I've got, I've got stuff going everywhere. Phones have been ringing off the hook. 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Today is going to be whatever's left on silver. I'm going to give you what's left on silver. And then, Jason, I'm not sure where we go from there. I think we uh, just do the best we can. Are you able to hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, okay. I have a little... A little quiet in my ear, but uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know where we go from here, Joe. It's uh, we, we see what happens on Monday. Is uh, it seems like gold and silver is going to keep pushing upward. Uh, it, it, try, it tried to have a little bit of a pullback, but it looks like it's going to keep going up, Joe. Well, yeah, it, it's not going to be a straight line, but uh, we got both, both markets. Gold and silver uh, are pretty flat today, as Jason said. Uh, while we were sleeping, there was a pullback. Uh, silver held twenty-five bucks. Gold, gold held eighteen fifty. And again, it, it's not really going any anywhere fast anywhere. Uh, gold right now eighteen hundred sixty three dollars. Silver twenty five dollars and thirty cents. Uh, silver's been as high as twenty five fifty. So now, uh, Jason, just let Jack know I've got the echo going. So okay, uh, twenty five fifty right now on silver. We we've got fifteen rolls. That's better. Whoever did a great job fixing that. Fifteen rolls of silver eagles left, and then they're going to be back uh, to unavailable. Those are at seven and a quarter. Uh, the and again, we just wait. The only way I'm going to get silver eagles right now uh, is, is going to be someone sells them to me. They're going to be back dates, which is great because the back dates everybody else wants to charge you forty bucks for them. Uh, we don't do that here uh, right now. Rolls of silver dimes. Now, dimes, uh, quarters, half dollars, those are still available. But I want everybody to know uh, this is the last from the bag man, which uh, when I buy them from him, I buy them for quite a bit less. I mean, we're talking at least a dollar, a dollar twenty-five an ounce less. Uh, so, you know, just kind of do the math. Uh, it, it, once we're out of here, uh, you're going to see dimes go up anywhere between uh, $2.50 to $5 a roll. Uh, quarters uh, probably going to be $10 a roll higher as well. Uh, so the we, we have 70 rolls of dimes, and I'm still waiting on a number for quarters, but uh, I think we got about 50 rolls of quarters. So the dimes are at 120 the quarters at 240 the silver eagles at 7 and a quarter. Uh, and then on silver eagles, again I may be out. I, I could come back Monday. I could find some. Hey, Monday I got a few more. 
uh, but Silver Eagles is going to be between zero and whatever I could find uh, between now and at least the middle of January, middle to late January, because that's when the 2022 Silver Eagles uh, should be hitting the streets. Uh, And then Junk Silver will still have them. The prices and the premiums, Jason, will just be higher. And now I lost Jason. So uh, 800-951-0592. It's live radio, and it's Friday, so uh, this is all to be expected. It's been quite the busy week. We're going to talk about J.B. JBS, yeah, the world's largest meat packing company, and and uh, they were out th- yesterday, last night. Uh, their head of their North American operations uh, was talking uh, to Bloomberg and and saying, "Here's where we're at right now with meat. We we only have a no, no we're." We're operating at capacity for the amount of employees we have. We cannot produce any more than what we're currently producing. We don't have enough help. And again, what, what, what simply that just means is JBS isn't willing to pay enough yet to get enough workers. Listen, they can fix the problem. They can fix the problem. But by, by them fixing the problem... Just means that meat prices are going to get even more expensive. Uh, JBS says right now uh, that all of their employees are working as many hours as they want, and they're running into a situation uh, where employees are saying, "Listen, that's enough overtime for me. I'm not working today. Right? I'm not scheduled to work today. I don't want to work the overtime. Uh, that that th- that they cannot grow production." Uh, in their pork and beef operations, uh, worker, uh, workers are opting out of weekend shifts, i.e. overtime shifts, uh, and says that uh, these meat prices, which have been rising uh, at the fastest rates in you know 40 years, uh, are not going down anytime soon. And says that uh, the, that whole transitory, uh, transitory narrative. does not apply uh, when it comes to JBS. And, again, their their issue is pretty simple. They're they're saying we can't increase supply. And if they can't increase supply, that means they can't build inventory because that's the biggest problem right now. There's not enough pork. There's not enough beef and cold storage. uh, And already, you know, everybody's saying, by the way, uh, if you haven't gotten your turkey, go get it because – Everybody's saying we're going to be out of the Thanksgiving turkeys, so we might as well add to the chaos there. Patriot Radio News Hour. Get all of our stuff fixed. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We got a couple lines open here. Uh, this is the well, and again, listen. I think silver is going to rise about three bucks in the next ninety days. Now, that could be three days, uh, but uh, it, it's it's actually not that hard, uh, you know, because it's such uh, so many things computer model driven, and then 
all the data that I know that's coming down the pipe. Uh, today, it was University of Michigan. Now, I don't think this is a, uh, a necessarily a significantly worthwhile piece of information. It's called the University of Michigan, because that's who does the study, uh, Consumer Sentiment Survey. Right? So they're calling people and uh, asking them of what, what I'd like to describe, very leading type questions. Uh, but uh, Wall Street follows this number very heavily because they feel like this is going to tell us whether or not the consumer uh, is, is feeling good and going to keep spending money, right? So obviously they're, they're, everybody's got right that fixed level of expense, right? I got, I got to pay my rent. I gotta pay my mortgage. I gotta pay my car payment. I gotta pay my 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 health insurance. I gotta pay uh, my student loans. Right? I gotta pay the power bill, the trash bill, this bill, that bill, the cable bill, the phone bill. Blah 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 blah. That's the fixed stuff. And then of course, hey, I got I gotta eat. But if they're if they don't feel very confident, it's the extra stuff that they start cutting out. Right? Hey, I'm not. I'm not taking that vacation, or or I'm not. I'm not going uh, to the concert or to the basketball game or the football game or whatever it may be. Uh, the number uh, plunged today to the lowest number since 2011. Jason, it was. It's it's actually quite uh, shocking the drop that we've seen in consumer sentiment just in the last 90 days. Yeah, people were pretty freaked out in 2011. So uh, what, what, what's coming to me seems much worse than uh, what happened back then. So uh, that, we may not see the bottom of that number. That, there might be some room to keep going down on that one, Joe. Well, you know, and the problem is, is it's everything you see, right? I mean, here, here, I'm sorry, hey, go buy your turkey, right? Why am I saying go buy Because the news won't stop talking about it. It's like they almost want to make sure uh, there are shortages out there, and, and that freaks people out. There's no doubt about it. I'll give you a, a, a great example from, from uh, my own personal experience. My wife, who is, my wife's a very good cook. She is. It's, it's why I, I tell everybody, you know, I used to be a skinny guy. I, I did. And then I met my wife like 24 years ago. Uh, and she started making dinner. I went from, from the time I moved out of my parents' house. Till I was like 28 years old. So for like 10 years, you know, from 18 to 28, I probably ate dinner, I don't know, one year total out of the 10. Right? Dinner was, uh, if I did have dinner, uh, dinner was like, you know, a couple pitchers of beer. I just, you know, just dinner. I don't make dinner. I'm not eating dinner. Uh, then my, my wife, and she made, you know, she started making, wait, you're going to make dinner every night? Yeah, so uh, th that's what happened. That's It's not my fault. Uh, and she's really good at it, so I like to eat it. But every Christmas, she makes uh, this uh, filet, tenderloin filet. We, we have filet for Christmas. It's this big uh, roast, if you will. I'll call it a roast. I don't know what to call it. Uh, big long fillet thing. She gets it at cost. We, we've done it every year for I don't even know how long, a long time. And 
one of these packages from Costco, full disclosure here, it's always around anywhere between uh, $95 to $110, depending on the weight, right? But, but it's always right in between there. So she was out doing Thanksgiving shopping, and she said, you know what, I'm just going to buy Christmas. I'm going to do it now and just put it in the freezer because I don't want you know, I don't want to not have it for Christmas. It was $157 this time around. So that's the type of increase, Jason, we're talking about. And that rattles people. It would rattle me. I mean, uh, it wasn't too long ago that I was, you know, I, I've always been good at not spending too much. And, uh, and, and I've always been pretty good at uh, saving a little bit here and there. But, but uh, that, that's, that's spending, I mean, uh, it gets out of control. And then here's the thing. You've got to buy things. Like you said, there's, there's those, those things that you would depend on to stay the same price. And even though you're saying those are fixed things and everybody's not spending on these other things, how fixed are these fixed prices, Joe? That's that's what worries me the most is when, one, well, the rent's going to go up or I'm going to move to a new place and that, the rent's going to be higher and there's no there's no cheaper choice. Lower standard of living, Joe, is what I see. I see people moving into lower standard of living. Hey, I have the $1,500 apartment. It's, it's okay. Well, now i got to go move into the crappy one that's like $300 a month cheaper because it's all I can afford because everything else that I have to get, which is like food and energy, is going up. So it's it's uh, it's yeah it's it's scary it's scary when prices go up especially if your income doesn't uh, trail up with it. Yeah, and, and again, it's one thing. Like I said, if it had been a hundred and twenty, my wife probably wouldn't have even noticed. She probably would have made oh well maybe maybe this got uh, you know a, a, a half pound more than what I normally get right you know ah, it's within the ballpark. Well, a hundred and twenty five. Okay, well, yeah, I know, I know there's inflation. Okay, no, this was 150. What was it like? It was like 157. <laughs> that's right? She's like, what? Wait, what? That that's 50 percent more. And and that's the part uh, that really uh, makes it crazy. And then you you hear from JBS today, and they're like, hey, listen, we're operating at. Uh, really, when you think about it, above full capacity. Because every one of our employees is working overtime. The problem is they're declining to work more overtime. Which means that the the meat inventories aren't building. Which means we're going to have another year, right? And, and again, and then now it's any little thing. I mean, how about, oh my... COVID just came through the plant again. Because we know, right, with the vaccine, hey, here's what we've learned. Doesn't stop you from getting it. Doesn't stop you from spreading it, right? And, and after about six months or so, doesn't you know who knows what happened. And, and any little thing, a strike. Could you imagine a strike right now at a major meat packer? Uh, there's, there's no room, Jason, for usual events to happen without there being negative connotations on what we pay for everything. And that really, and I'm, I'm using meat today as the example, just because my wife went out yesterday to do the shopping and came back, and, you know, that's all she wanted to talk about. Well, what else and, is there to talk about, Joe? <laughs> right? I mean, what else is there to talk about? You know, it just so happened, JBS released earnings last night. That's why we're talking about it. How about this one? This is another great one. You want to know how expensive things are going to get. This is 
from Indiana. The guy's name is Norm Welker. He's, he was a farmer in Indiana. He had more than 1,000 acres. He had been doing this for decades. This is the last year they're going to be harvesting corn. He's still going to be a farmer, Jason, but he's going to be a, a farmer of the sun now. Apparently, uh, he has rented out all of his land along with 62 other farmers in Indiana. They combine, well, I shouldn't say, I don't know if it's 62, dozens of neighbors. They're all leasing their land to create the world's largest solar farm. Roughly 13,000 acres. Now think about this now. This is all farmland, right, that's now being turned into solar power. Now I'm going to get to my, uh, I'm going to just, this is a great example of how expensive things are going to be. Just to give you perspective. The Indianapolis Colts play in Lucas Oil Stadium. So wherever, think about the Cardinal Stadium for us here in Arizona. You guys in Colorado got Mile High up there. I don't even know if they what they call the. Uh, I don't think they call it Mile High anymore. But you get the idea. That's picture those, and these things are huge. Times it by a thousand. That's how much land we're talking about. It's called the Mammoth Solar Project. And and what's going to happen in here at Indiana, this is the first of the, this one for at least a while. This will be the largest solar farm yet. So think about 13,000 acres. Now, not all of it was farmland, right? You got, so there were some trees and some, you know, places where I'm sure there wasn't farmable, but... The solar panels themselves, because you gotta, you know, you gotta spread them out, and you don't want to, you know, have them too close to the road and this and that and the other. The solar panels themselves will cover over twenty five hundred acres of the thirteen thousand. There will be roughly two point eight five million panels. Across the across this solar farm, okay. So, right, just in your mind, like, okay, that is huge. That must produce enough power to to power all of Indianapolis, right, Jason? Has to be. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's a little two point eight five million panels spread out, taking up just the panels. Take up twenty five hundred acres, but you got to space them out in total. Thirteen thousand acres we needed to give. Ready for this? It's enough to power almost, almost two hundred and fifty thousand homes. Hmm. Almost. Right. So think about this. That wouldn't even power half of Mesa here in Arizona, right? Not even 250,000 homes. This is the problem. Right? There's not enough. I don't know. Is there even enough land to get rid of coal and natural gas plants and all of this stuff? And now, now imagine 
go fast forward into the future. And all, all these people got to plug their car in at night. That 250,000 number now goes down to, a, what, 150,000? Right? Because all of a sudden now everyone's got to use more power. It, it makes absolutely no sense. But, but I just, I couldn't believe the scope of it all, Jason. And now, I mean, just think about uh, 13,000 acres of less corn being planted. Uh, is that going to make the corn price go up? Or make the corn price go down. Right. That was what I was going to say, Joe, is, uh, you know, when, when the farmers put these solar panels in their fields, uh, th- that worked really well if you were expecting less people to eat. I just couldn't believe how little power that is. I mean, I was reading this article. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's, uh, that's incredible. 2.85 million solar panels spread out and blah, blah, 13,000 yep. acres. I've seen some of these big solar farms, you know, driving around. They're, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and they're you know, and of course, if they're willing to say, "Oh, well, almost two hundred and fifty thousand. What does almost mean? Okay. Two hundred thousand? Well, I don't, I don't know. And, and is that uh, operating at total peak power? What happens in three or four years as some of these panels break or, you know, some kids go and decide to play tornado. Uh, baseball a, bat to a, the a, solar panel? A, a tornado. You know what I'm a tornado blows them up. A tornado. I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Pitcher Radio News. <laughs> Don't worry. It's just transitory. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The very last of this round of Silver Eagles. Um, maybe I'm sure I'll get some here or there between now and and you know when the 2022s come out. But it's going to be very very limited. Uh, we got about ten rolls of Silver Eagles left at seven twenty five. Uh, and again, I I don't anticipate. Here's the problem. We're probably going to see $800 a roll silver here a lot sooner than people think. And then uh, I, I see $1,000 roll silver. I see $1,200 roll silver, $1,500 a roll silver. It's crazy to think about it, Jason. Uh, but, you know, when you, you get silver uh, at 30 40 50 bucks, that's what you're going to be looking at. Yeah, Joe, I could see... Uh Gold and silver kind of trailing up slowly uh, until about Thanksgiving. And I, I kind of, in my mind, what I kind of see happening is is between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think uh, uh, if shoppers aren't getting the things they need for a happy holiday season, you may start to see it start to really start to, to move up towards the end of the year pretty quick. Yeah, it's going to be up more notes handed me. Okay. Oh, good. All right, hey, here's an update. I now have 35 rolls of silver eagles 35 so there you go how about just like that uh we've been making calls everywhere all day uh take advantage 800-951-0592 i've got about 50 rolls of dimes left uh that seems dimes gotten really popular uh at 120 dollars a roll and then i've got quarters at 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 240 Uh, i'll still have dimes and quarters on monday 
They're just, you know, add probably going to be adding five bucks to the roll of dimes, uh, ten bucks to the roll of quarters at a minimum, and that's assuming uh, silver cooperates and doesn't go above twenty-five fifty. Uh, but uh, the silver eagles, this is it. There are I can't get any more, and I won't sell you something I can't get. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe, a roll of silver. Joe, a roll of silver dimes is the only roll of silver you can get anywhere near a hundred dollars. <laughs> That's probably what it is. <laughs> it's so crazy. I, I uh, you know, I remember when I first started here. Eric wouldn't even let you buy a roll of dimes. Just wasn't enough. No, wasn't enough. Nope, not doing that. Minimum was a quarter bag. So think about think about a quarter bag of of for dimes. That's fifty rolls of dimes. Yep, and 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 that was that was it. He wouldn't take an order for less than that. That's how uh, how things have changed. Speaking of changing, man, this is private health insurance. Okay, so this isn't my insurance, right? Where I got to go buy my own. This is you know you work for a company, they offer you health insurance. According to Kaiser. In the, uh, in the last 10 years, family premiums, now this is just what you pay, have risen 47%. So really think about it. The employer probably ate half of it for you. So pre- premiums are up 100%. But you got hit with 47 By the way, that's annualized. That's 4.7% inflation. Uh, they said your wages... Only grew thirty percent. <laughs> Whoops! I'm going backwards. Uh, by the way, uh, they also said it's not just the premiums. Your deductibles—they're up even more, up sixty-eight percent in the last ten years. Uh, they're now saying that the annual premiums for family coverage reached $22,221. That's that's what, you know, the private guys pay. Now, they say that workers, hey, depending on the company you work at, uh, you didn't get, uh, you know, all of that number, right? You get to pay a little less than that because your employer may pay some. Uh, but they're saying that uh, that uh, premiums rose another four percent in 2020, out of pocket. This is what you pay, up 68 percent in just the last 10 years alone. And they say that uh, between uh, the coverage, the 22,000 plus the deductible, uh, health insurance now for a family of four, Jason, private. 24K, 24k a year yeah i mean i, I could do a lot with twenty four thousand dollars <laughs> give it to an insurance company I, i'm not a big uh fan of insurance uh, i figure if you can uh mitigate your own risk in your daily life and uh, and and you know joe it was the depression when the insurance companies couldn't pay they, they started handing out ious and uh, man i'm worried about what's going to happen with these insurance claims if uh, we have a big market crash here and insurance companies might not be able to pay you know, it, it's really interesting, the bubble that has built up here. Um, uh, Michael Burry, the guy with the big short guy. That's right. Uh, he's He's been 
really, really active and and uh, went on a just went nuts. This was actually two nights ago, hammering the Federal Reserve and the SEC for creating the uh, the biggest speculative bubble in stocks and well, really in the debt markets and inflation. He talked about an IPO. It was, uh, and I may pronounce it wrong, Revivion. Uh, it is uh, an electric car maker that hasn't actually, I don't even know if it's actually produced any cars yet. Uh, has a market cap after its IPO bigger than General Motors, uh, bigger than Ford. Of course, Tesla has the largest market cap of all. Uh, four times bigger than Toyota, which is the second largest, uh, than VW, uh, than China's BYO, BYD, uh, Ford and General Motors near the bottom. Uh, but, but he's saying that between the Federal Reserve and the, the SEC, this is the most speculative stock market, more than was uh, happening in the 1920s. We know what happened, obviously, the crash of 29. It's more overvalued than the 1990s, right? Talking about, what, the tech bubble. So think about this. More speculative than the 20s. I'll I'll, uh, get to that in a minute. More overvalued than the 90s. More geopolitical and economic strife in the 70s and they said play and, and of course he says in the shot the sideshow continues saying everybody's talking about kyle rittenhouse when really they should be talking about what the fcc and the federal reserve have been doing to get ready to destroy all of their wealth we're going to talk about that next Uh, gold's up three, eighteen sixty-seven. Silver, twenty-five forty. Uh, up ten. Uh, by the way, uh, back to ten rolls of silver. They're they're, they're going to be gone here. Seven twenty-five. Uh, the dimes and the quarters. Listen, it's cheaper price per ounce. Uh, dimes one twenty, quarters two forty. Trust me. Put them away today. They're going to be a lot less than they're going to be uh, in the future. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Now we're talking about Michael Burry, okay, the big short. Okay, yep. the guy that you know, hey, I've got proof about the housing market, and he was right. We had the housing crash, the financial crash. He's doing it again, and was just hammering the Federal Reserve, and and saying, you know, we got all these sideshows talking about Kyle Rittenhouse, right? The the guy that. Uh, Use self-defense at at, at uh, against the rioters and the looters, uh, but but uh, everyone wants to talk about that and not what's really happening out in the world today. He goes, I've been vocal about warning, and our current stock market is just a bubble. People said I didn't warn last time. I did, but no one listened. So I warn this time, and still 
no one listens. But I have proof, I warned. Yet still, nobody listened. He says it's still too early. But make no doubts about it. Wall Street will be ruthless in the end. And I want to point out, let's talk about Bitcoin and all the other coins. Because it really bears understanding. Because none of us really, you can't really use it for anything. I mean, really. Uh, and you have all these billionaires. Mark Cuban and Elon Musk. and All of them, you know, oh yeah, this is it, this is it. This. Is. I want you to understand what they're really They've got all the real estate they want. They, they don't want to buy debt. Well, I'm not buying a 10-year note at 1.5. No thanks. Believe me, all of them own gold. Don't be fooled. They own it. And they'll, they'll, they'll deny it, but I'm telling you. And I can't prove it, but I'm telling you they do. They've got so much money. They don't want it in the bank. So they're you know they they're they're hoping that that Bitcoin can somehow survive, and I, I say Bitcoin, but the whole digital coin thing, because again, I think uh, China is a great example. By the way, you see what China's doing in their digital currency now. I heard they may do thirty or forty billion just this month, uh, and again, what did they do as soon as they had their digital currency? What did they do? They outlawed, they outlawed Bitcoin. I mean, they, no, you can't do it anymore. And I think that's what's going to happen, but I don't know. But really, what is it that these billionaires are really telling you? I don't want my money in the bank, because I know. Right? Michael Burry's right. <laughs> this is absolutely a bubble. right? I mean, think about it. Fed funds rate is still at zero. I mean, we're still buying... Okay, we lowered it by $15 billion. Actually, we haven't even done it. We'll do it uh, on Monday. We're still buying over $100 billion of debt that we created out of thin air. And we've got the worst inflation problem in 40 years. I wonder what's going to happen. Right? And, And, Jason, they simply don't want their money in the bank. Michael Burry is also one of those guys that said the uh, the Dow and the S&P has been crashing this year. Uh, like I had mentioned uh, earlier in the year also, that, that that even though the markets are going up, because of this inflationary cycle we're in, uh, you, you can see bear market in, in the mid uh, the mid and the small caps in the S&P. And there's an actually uh, there's actually a crash going on right now. And it's not going to take very long for the big, the, the, the larger companies to start taking some losses, Joe. Well, I, I think 2022 is going to be a really interesting year, but but really, just really think about it. It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yep. And I've got millions. I've got billions. Right? I, I How much real estate do I need? Right? How much? They don't want to buy any more stock. They got, I already got tons of stocks and, and this and that. And they're like, man, I can't leave it in the bank. It used to be, hey, at least I could buy a 10-year note and get 7 or 8%. We need to start calling it what it is, too, by the way. It's crypto assets. These are not cryptocurrencies. These are not currencies. The, uh, the, uh, 
IRS has already deemed uh, Bitcoin as a, as an asset, not a currency. Yeah. And so it's it's, it's a stock. It's a stock without a company to actually buy into. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, right? And and, and again, uh, I will say in uh, part of Biden's little plans, uh, crypto is going to take another big. It's already ta- going to be t- you know the IRS is already taxing heavily. Uh, but it's going to be, uh, you know, I almost liken it to like marijuana. How, you know what, every time we need more money, let's just tax it more. Right, Jason? Well, with marijuana, you get something to smoke. <laughs> is there, so there actually something for you? <laughs> Cryptocurrencies, yes, the whole idea is they throw money at something and, and it grows your money. Like, everyone loves to do that with, with uh, investments. But a currency, you don't, you, you, you don't go to the bank and get more money out and more dollars out hoping that it's, you're going to get anyone you're going to marry the two one dollar bills and get a baby one dollar bill it's not going to happen you know but that's what they're that's what they're looking you know it's not a currency it's an it's an asset and you're hoping that by throwing your money in it's going to grow and it and it's happening i mean it's happening it's the new thing but the crypto markets are so small that it just takes one of these billionaires joe that you're talking about to blow it up and as soon as as soon as it hits the whatever level they'll just pull it all out and that's where all the money really is. A few billionaires are driving it all. But, hey, I, I like it. I, I like the fact that people are starting to realize, gosh, I can't leave it in the bank. That's really uh, the message that's being said. And I agree with that 100%. Patriot Radio News, our final segment of the week coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News. Our final segment of the man, really good week uh, for gold and silver. Uh, uh, above all of the uh, the resistance levels, if you will, uh, that have been holding it down. And again, as all of this plays out, every month as we get the next inflation report, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And everybody realizes there's nothing transitory about any of this. Uh, you're just going to continue to see uh, higher and higher uh, gold and silver prices. And then, I mean, really, I think the the uh, come to Jesus moment, probably, Jason, is when inflation gets so high, is, is the Federal Reserve uh, going to raise interest rates and crash the entire economy? I mean, I think that's really kind of right. Uh, what, what's going to happen? We're going to find out in 2022. Yeah, and and it's something you can't predict. I mean, you can predict, but you, you know, I can't put a lot of stock in it. But I mean, early next year to middle next year, if things if, if things start to fall apart on a grand scale, uh, it, it this is not a fairy tale. But if if everyone's looking for a safe place to park their assets or money, whatever their you know whatever value they have stashed wherever. They're going to come run into gold. I mean, when 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 it, when it happens, you know, the the earth starts to shake, sort of thing. When all that money comes running into physical gold, and then there's no physical gold there, and they start to find out that paper gold, paper silver was a was a, a was a falsehood. You could see gold prices go five to ten thousand dollars. I mean, very quickly. It, it's 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 something that we've never seen before, but it absolutely can happen because where else you get put the money if everything else starts to show weakness all at once? Because it sure feels like all of it's going to be weak all at once. So usually it's like housing goes down or the stock market goes down there's a couple of a couple of assets go down there's always you can you can jump to one of the other ladders but it seems like there's no ladders there and if gold and silver and precious metals and actual things you hold become the only thing 
that's safe to put your money in as, as the prices keep skyrocketing upwards, they're going to find out how little gold there is, Joe, and that the price could just go parabolic. Yeah, and and, and and I'll point out to you the money creation. There's never been this much money out there, and so when the rush when rushes happen, you're going to see uh, prices go. You know, and that's why we you know we talk about. I mean, can oil go go to two hundred dollars? Or yeah, because there's so much money out there. Can we see gold? You know, we saw gold. Let's face it, gold's gold's risen in the last. Uh, seven trading days, about one hundred twenty-five dollars. That didn't take long. We could be talking. Listen, we could be talking a thousand dollars because there's that much. There's that kind of money that's been created out there. Uh, and, and again, when everybody runs, you know, kind of like this, you know, someone yelling fire in the movie theater, right? And everyone's trying to. Uh, to run for the exits and everyone's getting trampled. Uh, those are the things that you know you don't you hate to see them, but it sure looks like it's 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 really almost seemingly easy to see and predict uh, when you really step back and look at what uh, what they've done and how much money they've created uh, and the fact that listen, we just had the worst inflation numbers. I don't care how you count it. The best way, the worst inflation number in 31 years. Uh, the worst way, it's it's inflation from the 70s and beyond. And what did they do? Nothing. They didn't do anything. They didn't have an emergency meeting. They didn't have any meeting. HR Radio News Hour. Get that silver put away. We'll be back on Monday. God bless everybody. 800 951 The half-empty cup of Joe. Jason and I will be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.